we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A new world order. Child sex trafficking. The deep state is trying to destroy Donald Trump's presidency. Loose the battle plans of heaven. It's all about control. Broadcasting live to the world now. It's the weekend vigilante, Sheila Zelinsky. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zelinsky Show. It is Monday, August 21st, and I'm so glad you could tune in. And I hope you are enjoying the program on the customized Weekend Vigilante app. That's right. It is a fantastic, customized, one-stop for all things the Weekend Vigilante. You can simply go to your app store and download it. That is for all smart devices, Android, iPhone, It's a great customized app, and a lot of people are sending me feedback on it, and I'm glad you are enjoying it. Take advantage of it. It's a free app for you, the listener. And don't forget, you can also take the show. That's right. The downloadable podcast is also available. And for more ways to listen, simply go to weekendvigilante.com. In just 10 short days, I'm launching a new website As some people know, the Weekend Vigilante website is having a few glitches still when we were trying to move it over on a different server, and hopefully this new one will alleviate all of that. And it's a much shorter name, too. I'm not going to release the name yet, but it's so simple. I'm very happy to be launching this new one because we're going to be launching video this fall. We're going to be doing some great stuff. So, And make sure you also subscribe to my YouTube channel, And follow me on Twitter and Facebook. All my social media icons are there on WeekendVigilante.com. You don't want to miss out on my tweets and my posts. Trust me on that. And speaking of very worthwhile, I've been wanting to get this couple on my show for a long time. I'm going to tell you this is one of the most powerful teachings I think I've come across. Powerful couple. It is Van and Sandy Hutchinson. In fact, one of the prayers in our book, Power Prayers Warfare That Works, was inspired by this teaching, the Kundalini spirit. No one teaches on the Kundalini like Van and Sandy Hutchinson. And I'm really excited about this. And listen, Van, I'm just going to hand you the mic, get into this powerful teaching, and you hand it back to me when you're ready, sir. We're going to be talking about the Kundalini spirit today. And the source that I'm going to be drawing from from this is a book that Sandy and I wrote called Breaking the Kundalini Release and the Chakra Deliverance. And then also we had a six CD series called The Strong Man, where I tried to pull all that together. And today, with just such a short time, we can only give an overview and, and maybe some of the observations that we've seen in dealing with the Kundalini spirit. Now, People always say, well, you give glory to Satan because you're always just teaching about about demons and things like that. But no, I just want to say that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus said, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. And when we do deliverance on people, that all we're doing, all any deliverance person is doing is getting them to the feet of Jesus. And everybody in the four gospels that got to his feet received. So 
everything we say here today is talking about demons and things that, that, that they try to do. But first off, we need to give, and we have, we've given glory to Jesus. I always say, too, that I give a, a disclaimer before I talk about the uh, Kundalini spirit, because it's so far out there, so far reaching. And the things that they say and do, this is a bad demon. Trust me, it's it's a hard thing to deal with. But the things that the world says and the good things that they say about this are totally opposite to what we would do as, as Christians. And I always say that we have reservations about this, that the positive claims for the Kundalini spirit are contrary to the teachings of the Bible. And they can't be combined with faith in Jesus. And a lot of Christians have tried to combine this with faith in Jesus, and it's not going to work. Jesus doesn't share his glory with any demons, no matter how big or how little. And we can't go into Satan's kingdom to receive blessings and goods that should come to us from the kingdom of God. And that's what we do a lot of times. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of these ways that Kundalini gets in, things like the homeopathy and the essential oils and things that people use. And they'll tell us, yeah, but they work. I say, yeah, but they're the wrong kingdom. Do you want to receive your blessings from God or do you want to receive them from Satan's kingdom? Now, when you get something out of Satan's kingdom, it may start off good, but it won't end up that way. Trust me. But I'm going to tell you what people that do talk about Kundalini, that believe in Kundalini as something good, what they say. We're going to tell you that everything that they say is just exactly the opposite of the truth. Now, the way we found out about this spirit, we're not one of the older guys that came into uh, deliverance 30 or 40 years ago. We've only been in deliverance maybe eight or nine years, but we've had an awful lot of experience at dealing with demonic spirits. God just sat us down at our table and we started doing deliverance on people all over the world with Skype and telephone. And we've done a lot of deliverances and we've seen a lot of things. And we were started going out teaching in conferences and things like that. And sometimes, especially in the very beginning, we would see some of the most bizarre things that people would start to do. Uh, this, this spirit would come up in the very first meeting and people would do things like slither on the floor and, and uh uh, one man was twitching his tongue and, and growling. He's twitching his tongue like a snake, but he was growling like some kind of animal. I remember in that particular instance, my sister was working with us, and, and I sent her over there and said, go handle him. And uh, she came back and said, he's growling. I said, he's just a devil. Tell him to come out. See, we put devils up on pedestals. They must bow their knee to the name of Jesus. I don't care how big or how little. So we finally got the idea that... Uh, these demons were coming up in order to, to do one of two things, either to protect the other demons from being cast out or to get us off track from the teaching material that God had sent us there to teach. And they'll do that. They'll get you on a sidetrack and you'll spend all your time chasing one demon and you don't ever get around to what God sent you to do there. So these, they're kind of tricky. But uh, when we would deal with it forcefully, just immediately and shut it down, then the second meeting you couldn't find those devils. They wouldn't come back anymore. They stayed down. They stayed hidden. So we began to look and, and seek God about what were we dealing with in these situations. And these are some of the things I'm going to share with you, some of the things that God had shown me as we, we studied, as we listened to the Holy Spirit. The Kundalini Spirit's not mentioned specifically in the Bible. 
most of what we know about this demon comes from our own experience in dealing with him in deliverance and through research that we've done and through revelation of the Holy Spirit. You know, you can have experience and you can have some knowledge, but if you don't have any wisdom given to you by the Holy Spirit, it's probably not going to do you any good. So we waited on the Holy Spirit to show us what to do with these things. In our experience with demonic deliverance, all people, now I want you to listen to this, all people have some degree of the kundalini spirit. All people, even babies. We've dealt with babies, but we've seen these things manifest. The kundalini spirit is always present, and it's strongly activated where there's been involvement in Eastern religious practices, including New Age, witchcraft, and sexual perversions. Every time we have those, we know we've got a strong kundalini spirit working in there somewhere. Now, the kundalini spirit has been known to enter a person through several different situations. These are things that we've observed, and these are things that we've read from other people saying that, that uh, what they had seen. That kundalini spirit can be passed down through family curses, familiar spirits passed from generation to generation. It can be entered in through some sort of trauma or a near-death experience. Fear, many times... Uh, cracks our armor against the demons from entering in, a, a quick, sudden fear that rises up. They can come in through great emotional experiences like the, the death of a spouse or the loss of a job, and even rejection in the womb can allow these devils to come in. They'll also come in through participation. Now, I want you to listen to these things. Participation in witchcraft and root work, Satan worship, Freemasonry. Now, there's a big one. You might not even think about that, but that kundalini spirit, it's because Freemasonry is really devil worship. When you when you see what they swear to, white magic, black magic, palm reading, tarot card reading, uh, tea leaf reading, seances, mysticism, psychic readings. And here's one. They'll come in through false prophecy. Everybody today is a prophet, but everybody who says, thus saith the Lord, he didn't say it. And if they say it, that God said it and he didn't say it, then they're not they're not speaking to you from God. They're speaking to you because there's only two kingdoms. They're speaking to you from the other kingdom. And we break, as a routine, we break false prophecy off people every time we do uh, get a new person for deliverance. But false prophecy will make you think that God is speaking to you and you can get off on a tangent and get off in a bad place where you don't need to be because you think God has prophesied to you that, that something good is going to come from that. So those are some ways that we, we see the uh, kundalini come in. But we also have a couple more. They'll come in through participation in Eastern religious activities, and uh, such as Hinduism and Buddhism, and also the activities like yoga and meditation with spirit guides and chanting mantras, Reiki massage, hypnosis, astrology, horoscope, signs of the zodiac that go along with the horoscope. People tell us we, we take a history and they say, uh, they say, well, I, don't, I didn't pay any attention to the horoscope. And I say, what's your sign? And I don't even get finished. And they'll say, Virgo or whatever, whatever the others are. And I say, you paid way too much attention to it. I know that by doing those things and paying attention to the horoscopes and the signs of the zodiac, that it opens people up to this kundalini spirit that we're talking about. Uh, acupuncture, acupressure, reflexology, martial arts homeopathy, uh, essential oils, all those things that talk about energy flow, yin and yang, and homeopathy with its life force flow. All of those things are Eastern religious ideas. 
I used to say they were slowly creeping into our medicine today, but they haven't. They're, they're there now. They're in it now. And so you need to be careful when you buy something off the shelf at the drugstore. Does it, does it say homeopathy and those things on it? You need to look that up before you buy. The, all of those, in our experience, will open up the door for the Kundalini experience to come in. But also, people that have a lifestyle of pride and arrogance, and they're demonstrated, especially that pride that that, uh, says, uh, see me, it's self-exalting, see me, do for me, I'm always right. And also, which I put under pride and arrogance is, is idolatry, is going after other gods or false religions that reject the true teachings of Jesus Christ. Now, all of those will open you up for a kundalini spirit to to come in and take over in your life. Not A, but we're going to talk about how many there are. There are many of them. But there's also, sometimes, there's no identifiable source of the entrance of these spirits. People don't have the, they, they don't have any history of witchcraft or they don't have any history of, of uh, Satan worship or uh, a lot of sexual partners or things like that. But yet the kundalini spirits are very active in their life. If you can identify the source, you repent, and then you start going after the demons. If you can't identify the source, then you have a little bit harder time getting those things out. Now, we believe that the kundalini spirit is the strong man that rules over all the other demons in the body. You know, in Luke eleven twenty one, he said, when a strong, Jesus said this, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. And see, that's what the strong man's trying to do. He's trying to keep all those demons live in your body, my body, anybody else's body that's let demons get in. That that strong man, there's always one that ranks over all the rest. That's the strong man. And we believe that that strong man is the strongest kundalini that's in the body. And he's trying to do a couple of things. He either wants to guard the lesser ranking demons from being cast out. I think that's one of the reasons they kept coming up in our meetings, that they wanted to scare us off so we wouldn't go after the others. If they can scare you off, then they've protected not only themselves, but all of the other demons that are in there. But they also rule over the demons in a person, all the demons in that person, and they make sure that Satan's will is being carried out there. So this is one of the reasons you want to get this devil out. You want to send them into disarray, uh, all the demons that are in there. Now, for effective deliverance to take place, and I always talk, talk a lot about effective demonic deliverance. There's casting out devils, but then there's effective deliverance where you know what you're going after. You go get them and you get, we do what we call barrel dipping. We just keep dipping that barrel till we get them out of there, till we get the person strong enough that they can ward off all the demons that are attacking them. So we say effective deliverance to take place. You've got to realize that there are many demons of the same type in a person. People say, well, I just cast out that spirit of fear. Now they're free. No, you got one spirit of fear, but there's a whole lot more of them in there. We call this clusters. I say they come in clusters. And they, there's a strong man that's in that cluster that's the strongest one. And he surrounds himself by all, uh, as it gets away from the center there, they surround themselves with the lesser ranking demons. And this is true for the kundalini spirit also. Now, kundalini spirits are strong spirits, but then there's the lesser kundalinis, but then there's that really strong man kundalini. And if you can keep that in mind, it will help you when you start doing your deliverance. It'll help you when you start getting free from these things because just one manifestation doesn't clear you from all the kundalini spirits. In fact, in our experience, they try to push out the little ones first. And you think you've you've got all the, the, the big ones out. 
but they're just pushing little ones out because a lot of times they'll have a, a real big manifestation. And you think, well, I got them. You know, this was a real big one. But think about this. Kundalini spirits are strong spirits. And even the weaker ones will manifest for you strong when they come out. And sometimes even even really weak spirits will manifest strong. So you never go by that to say whether or not you got demons out or got the big ones out. So they're coming clusters. These Lesser ones always surround the, the, the stronger one. And we're talking about the kundalini spirits now. They always surround the, the stronger kundalini, the, the ruling one over the body. So when we're doing deliverance on these demons, we expect them, uh, many of them to come out. And every time we do a session, we go after kundalini. And we just keep doing that until we stop getting responses from those things. And it may take several sessions, but that's okay. It's effective deliverance. We don't want to leave anything there that will cause these people to, to fall back into the same condition that they were in before we started doing deliverance. Deliverance is like peeling an onion. You have to take the outer layer off before you can get to the to the lower levels. And that seems to be, to be the way it is. Now, there's uh, maybe varying degrees of manifestations of this demon in everyday life of an individual. What I mean by that is sometimes you can tell these people are just, they're being tormented by these devils. And sometimes it's not so evident. Now, we don't know exactly why that is, but we still know that those demons are there. And we still know they're the strong man. And we still go after them when we do deliverance. This, this demon, even though it doesn't manifest a lot in their lives sometimes, when you start going after it and challenging that demon, with the authority of a Christian, things that they had never seen before in their life start coming up in them. They start to resist you very strongly then. Now, the Kundalini is a very strong demon that works with and through the chakra system. You can't separate Kundalini from the chakras. And that's the reason if you're going to know something about Kundalini, you really need to do some study on the chakras so you know what they're talking about. And we'll do a little bit more talking about chakras as we get into this further today. The Eastern religions called the Kundalini a goddess and an energy force. Of course, Paul said that the worship of idols was really the worship of demons and devils. So when they're worshiping this female, this goddess, and this energy force, they're literally worshiping demons. And Kundalini is a demon. And Kundalini does respond to being called a demon, too. And as all demons do, the Kundalini spirit promises bliss and good for the person when they when they start trying to fool them and deceive them so that they'll let them in and work in their lives. But once they get in and they, they gain strength in you, they slowly begin to turn on the person until they begin to destroy that life. You know, it's, it's a, many times it's such a slow turn that people don't even realize that what is happening to them. And we liken that to the frog that you put in the water and turn on the fire and and as it, the water warms up, it warms up so slowly that the frog doesn't know it. And he's, before he knows it, he's boiling. And that's the same thing that happens with these demons, and especially these kundalini demons. They promise you so much bliss. And when you let them in, when they've turned the tables on you, you're in trouble. The term kundalini comes from the Hindu religious terminology, and it means a snake or a serpent power. And she who is cold, you see that female god. And really, that's a blasphemy against our God, Jehovah, that, that we think of in terms of male. Now, the serpent power, we see a lot of response when we call out snake devils. Sometimes I just say all snake devils come out. And you see a response. See, they know who they are. You don't have to have just the right name. Around the world, we see people that are talking about, here was a demon that, that this tribe worshipped or a demon that somebody else was, was following. But they have the same characteristics with the kundalini. I think they're the same one. 
And and if you call out Kundalini, I guarantee you, he'll know you're talking to him. Now, the Kundalini is described as a snake that resides in the base of the spine, and it's coiled three and a half turns around the sacrum. Now, the sacrum is that low part down in the bottom of your spine, but that's what they say. It's three and a half coils, and it's a snake. And according to the Eastern religious thought, it's an indwelling spiritual energy. No, I said a while ago that it was a, a female goddess or an energy force. And people talk about the Kundalini as an energy force like it's not a demonic spirit. But it is a demonic spirit that exerts control over people. It's an indwelling spiritual energy that can be awakened. And we call that the Kundalini release or the Kundalini syndrome. And when it's awakened, it's supposed to bring about beneficial physical, emotional, and spiritual changes within a person. But folks, I got to tell you, when it's awakened and it gets started, it does anything but that. The end result is so far away from that. You know, the the Hindus and the Buddhists seek after this kundalini release. And I have to say that many Christian people that, that are in churches, they do also because of their ignorance in these Eastern religions. And that they don't think that it's anything wrong with dabbling in Eastern religious activities. And they say, oh, I, I just do the exercises in yoga. The Hindus and the Buddhists say you can't separate the spirit, the religious, from the yoga exercises. And in fact, I'll just go ahead and tell you once, you, once you get in a yoga position, that is a position of the worship of a Hindu god. And it's just like calling that god, come over here to me. And believe me, they come. When the kundalini is awakened, it's thought to move up the spine, from like the back of the spine, up to the top of the head, and, and it moves up through successive centers, and I, and I like this, I'm going to quote them, through centers of psycho-spiritual energy called chakras. The chakras are supposed to be the spiraling vortex uh, that allows energy to come in and out. And when the energy is when it's out of uh, balance, then it causes problems in your body and in your emotions. That's what they say. And as it moves up toward these, through these successive chakras, it opens the chakras and allows balance energy to occur. And this is supposed to purify the body and drive out mental and physical and spiritual diseases. In our experiences, it's just the opposite of that. Now, let me just say something about chakras here. Now, when I was looking at Kundalini and I was looking at chakras and I was trying to make some sense out of it, the Holy Spirit had me go and to look and look at the chakras and see what they said. And when I, I got all that information, I sat it down in front of me and I said, Lord, what can I do with this? This is just a bunch of hodgepodge of information and it's wrong anyway. So what am I going to do with it? And the Holy Spirit said, you take everything they said, every word they said and write down just the opposite and you go cast that out. And I'm telling you, when we started doing that, we saw all kinds of things come up. Uh, you know, I kind of tongue-in-cheek went back and told Sandy what we were going to try to do. But I'm telling you, it's, it's a basic part of our deliverance now. And we've seen that it it works. And, and demons come out. And remember, you can't separate the chakras and the kundalini. If you go after kundalini, you got to get the chakras. And in our book on the kundalini release, we gave you all the things that we go after. We put it down word for word and told you how to call it out. We didn't feel like we could do anything better than that other than do it for you. But, you know, there's so few deliverance people and there's there's so many people that need help. So we want you to learn how to do it so you can get other people free. But let me just talk a little bit about the chakra system. There's seven upper chakras. There's the root chakra, the sacral plexus chakra, solar plexus chakra, heart chakra, throat chakra, 
third eye chakra and then the crown chakra at the top of the head. And each one of these chakras is, is supposed to control specific areas of emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. You know, it's, it says what you need is within you and it can be released out of you. That's humanism. And that's totally contrary to God. I say, no, we need God to help us with these things. What is in us is flesh and it's not good. And it needs to be changed by the Holy Spirit, line upon line and precept upon precept. We need to get born again and start changing to the image of Jesus. What we need is not innately good inside of us and can be released. We need to get rid of the bad that's in us, the fallen nature of Adam. And we need to start releasing the power of the regenerated man, Jesus Christ. Now, these chakras, you say, are they real? Who knows? They may exist or they may not exist. But if they do exist, I'll guarantee you they weren't made for Kundalini to go up and, and, and tie all those chakras together and release the energy so that the energy can flow normal through them. It's got nothing to do with that. Well, see, people will say, well, maybe this is the way God made us. No, he didn't make us for demons to do his work. He made us that we would submit ourselves to him through the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit would come and we would submit to him and he would do the work through us. If these areas are there, they were not made for kundalini, let me assure you. But it also could be that the demons have divided the body up into these body areas so that they could work through the body better or control the body better. We don't know. But we do know they've had thousands of years in order to do this work and try to overcome mankind. Now, the, the released kundalini is also thought to be the giver of all power, health, wealth, and success. And again, I say that's, that's not Kundalini's job. That's, that's God's job. That's what God does for us. And anytime we go into Satan's kingdom to receive those things, then we're opening ourselves up for something worse to come along down the road. We want to stay out of Satan's kingdom and get our goods from God in his kingdom. When the energy of Kundalini is released, it unites the person, supposedly, with a, a divine being, and that results in an increased intelligence and psychic powers and greater awareness of the spirit realm. Yeah, they start hearing demons for sure. People come to us and they say, well, I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Yeah, they've gone and gotten their third eye opened into the spirit realm, and they're receiving things from demons. You know, they're no longer just thoughts. They're hearing demons talk. They may be, even see demons. But you're not being opened up and united with a divine being. Satan is not divine. Jehovah, God, Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they are divine God. And so when we seek these things, you can get opened up to a spirit realm, but it is not the kingdom of God. It is the spirit realm that is in the kingdom of Satan. And so many Christians have lost their way. We see people all the time who tell us, I thought it was God, and look where I am now. Yeah, read the Bible and know that the Holy Spirit always speaks in line with the Word of God. Again, for, for the Christians, this doctrine that they've given us about Kundalini is totally unacceptable. And we know that the only way to unite with a, a divine father is through faith in the completed works and the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the Kundalini has been described as a, a divine static and dynamic energy. It's static when it's at rest, you know, when it's three and a half coils wrapped around the sacrum, and it becomes dynamic when it's activated and moving up through the chakras. It's further described as a divine feminine energy, which we've talked a little bit about, 
And see, when, when the kundalini is released, it's supposed to move that feminine energy, moves up the successive chakras to the crown chakra, which is at the top of the head, and it meets in union with the male Hindu god Shiva. And when we do deliverance on, with the chakras, when we get to the, to the crown chakra, one of the things we break is the union between Shiva and Kundalini. And we command Kundalini to come out of that chakra. We command Shiva to come out of that chakra. Now, the Kundalini is supposed to be the uh, total is the embodiment of a, the divine mother. Now, where do we find divine mother in the Bible? We find father. We find the son. We find the Holy Spirit. But we don't define the divine mother. So that ought to tell us as Christians, we need to stay away from this thing. It's been called Shakti Ma and Kali Ma. It's been called by other goddesses' names. So when we call out for the Kundalini, you'll hear us say, Shakti Ma, come, come out. Kali Ma, come out. Divine Mother, come out in the name of Jesus. Now, you might ask, is the Kundalini a new demon or has it just been discovered? We were teaching in, in Texas one time. And a guy came up to me and said, well, you do realize that the man who came up with the kundalini has just admitted that it was all a hoax. It's not real. That we were teaching something that some man had come up with and that had, had been no evidence of. I, I'm thinking to myself, well, that man who said that must be mighty old because the kundalini was described in India as early as 600 A.D. That's almost 600 years after Jesus died and had gone back to heaven. So that was the first where, where in India where it was described as a kundalini spirit. And then there are people that do research in mystic literature and traditions of people in early countries and things. And some of the researchers of this mystic literature and traditions, they've reported that the kundalini has been called by various names. Now, again, you see why I said a while ago that I'm not worried about the, the name that that tribe over there worshipped. I'm going to call him Kundalini, and he's going to listen to me. He knows who he is. But they were called by uh, various names in cultures for at least 3,000 years, probably before that, but at least 3,000 years. It's been found in the, the teachings of the Egyptians, the Tibetans, the Chinese, and various American Indian tribes, and in the Bush the King Bushman of Africa. Now you tell me, is that spread out or what? I mean, we've gone all the way from American Indian tribes and Bushmen in Africa to Egypt to China. This thing has been spread out all around the world. And again, though the Kundalini release is promised to bring bliss and good to the person, there's researchers in uh, transpersonal psychology and near-death studies. They report specific abnormal physiological and psychological responses that have been reported to them when the kundalini spirit has been activated in a person. Now, again, we call this the kundalini syndrome and the kundalini release. But when that kundalini gets, gets taken over that person, when that happens, there are some things that are going to take place. And uh, they're, they're not real good. And when we have people that come to us we ask them very specific questions, and we and I make a little tally of everyone that they say, yes, that's the truth. So that when we get through, out of 32 points about the kundalini release, I want to know how many of them they have. We've had people that had as many as 28 out of 32, and we have some that have maybe one or two. I don't worry about one or two or five, but when you start getting up over 10 and 15 and 20, then there's something pretty significant that's there that we need to go after. Now, 
these people that have a lot of them, a lot of times you'll hear them growling and screaming and shaking and having abnormal movements in their body. And uh, frequently they have the incubus and succubus sex demons that come at night and they describe themselves as being tormented with no rest. They hear voices saying the most vile things to them. And these people are in pretty bad shape. And we've dealt with many of those and, and it's hard to get them set free. But they can be free because Jesus is Lord. Now, the, the things that we're going to read out to you, and Sandy's going to read these out as quickly as we can, because I want you to I want you to listen. I want you to think, do I have these or not? Make a tally and see how many of them you have. We took these 32 from reading the, the scales that, that people had com- compiled, and, and also with our own experience in dealing with this kundalini spirit, and the kundalini release. So we came up with these 32 things, and they're pretty representative of what happens when, and you'd say, well, why would anybody want that? And I could tell you, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have a clue why you would want something like that. So Sandy's going to come in now, and she's going to give you, she's going to read these out to you. All right. Well, as Van said, I don't know why anybody would want to have these, but these are the symptoms of people that we have dealt with and that other people have dealt with who have the kundalini. Their body assumes and maintains strange positions for no apparent reason. Number two, their breathing will speed up, slow down, or stop for no reason. They'll have body movements, especially in their arms and legs, such as shaking, jerking, trembling, rolling or crawling on the floor, spontaneous, deep, ecstatic, tickling or orgasm feelings, physical sensations starting in their feet, legs, or pelvis, moving up the back of the neck to the top of the head, down the forehead, over the face, to the throat, and ending in the abdomen, extreme sensations of heat, cold, or sweating moving through the body, pains beginning and ending abruptly in the body, involuntary tingling, vibrating, itching, crawling, or tickling on the skin or inside the body. Internal noises, whistling, hissing, chirping, roaring, flute-like sounds, instrumental music or singing, hearing voices, internal lights or colors illuminating the body, experiencing oneself as larger than the body or observing oneself as if one were a bystander. Sudden, intense ecstasy, bliss, peace, love, devotion, joy, or cosmic unity. Sudden fear, anxiety, oppression, depression, hatred, anger, or rage accompanied by stomach problems. Sudden, intense stress and mental confusion. Thoughts spontaneously speeding up, slowing down, or stopping. Awareness of energy discharges or currents flowing through the body. Experiencing a change in the heart rate or increased blood pressure. Flushed skin. Spontaneous unusual breathing or assuming yoga positions or symbolic ritual gestures with the hands or body or contraction of muscle groups, diminished or extreme sexual desire leading to a state of constant whole body orgasm, emotional upheavals or the surfacing of unwanted or repressed 
feelings or thoughts with certain repressed emotions becoming dominant, emotional numbness or dull affect, antisocial tendencies, alienation or building a wall, mood swings with depression or mania, sensitivity to light, sound, touch, smell, taste or vision, disrupted sleep patterns with insomnia or oversleeping, nightmares with extreme fear, paralysis, and difficulty breathing, constant fatigue, loss of appetite or overeating, spontaneous trance-like state or altered state of consciousness, and the final one, arrested development with dissociation of personalities, which is often called a split personality or schizophrenia. Now, in our opinion, that kind of puts uh, split personalities in a whole different ballgame. These things that we're talking about here that Sandy just read out, they don't happen just one time. They are, are frequent experiences that these people live under after that release has taken place. And you can see how that could be uh, pretty disrupting in your life. We've seen people that had a hard time going to work because they, they just they couldn't keep it together while they were there. They were just under total attack from these things. As we've stated, the promises for allowing the Kundalini spirit to have free access in your body and life sounds great, but these promises are short-lived, so you can see when that Kundalini release comes, everything is, has changed, and these people are, are in pretty big trouble now. They were in trouble before because they had that Kundalini spirit working, but now they've just given themselves over. And you know what you might liken this to, and I never really thought about that until now, but the baptism into the Holy Spirit, when you, when after you're born again, you give yourself over to the Holy Spirit to be used of God. When you give yourself over to be used of Satan, this Kundalini Spirit just comes and takes over. Then there's a lot of problems that happen there. And you see, one of the bad things is this is going to be progressive over a period of years when uh, losing total control to this demon is it? You're not always, you're never under total total control of the demon. But losing so much control to, to these demons that people change so slow. Remember the frog we talked about, boiling in the water, will change real slow sometimes. And the attitudes and actions will change. See, attitudes where we lose the zeal for God and don't even realize it because that devil has taken over. See, even before the Kundalini release, this probably occurs that we lose our zeal for God, and it lets us have an opportunity to, to follow the things of Satan without even realizing it. Our attitudes change, and our actions change. We start demonstrating a fleshly lifestyle, and it gets us in big trouble. If you play with fire, you can be burned, and if you, if you play with demons, you're going to pay the price. And if you play with this demon, you're going to really pay the price. But before we stop, I want to relate something to you that we believe that there are various demons that either work with kundalini or make up the kundalini spirit if you if you write down their characteristics and you write down kundalini's characteristics you see a great overlap here we when we do kundalini deliverance we always call out leviathan with its characteristics we call out python leviathan is chaos of the water it's the chief water spirit Python is also like Leviathan, that it's a snake devil. And then we call out cockatrice, which is chaos of the air or the chief of the air demons. Now, cockatrice has a rooster head, but it has a, a, a chicken or it has a snake tail. And I call him a chicken snake. Come out, chicken snake. He knows who he is. And then we have behemoth, 
which is chaos of the land, and we call him the chief of the land devils, but he's also related to Leviathan in the book of Job. So when we do uh, Leviathan and, and Behemoth, we break the relationship between those two before we start going after them because we want to isolate them one-on-one -on -one with us. And then we call out Jezebel. Now you, you say, well, how did Jezebel get in there? Jezebel characteristics are a lot of the other characteristics that we've called out about Leviathan and Python and Cockatrice and Behemoth and Kundalini. Now you say, well, I'm a man. I can't have a Jezebel spirit. Well, you're wrong. If you have the characteristics of Jezebel, you've got a Jezebel spirit because spirits are not, I mean, they, they're, they don't male, female. They'll be whatever you want them to be. But if you have the characteristics of Jezebel, then you do have a Jezebel spirit. Uh, in the Middle East and New, uh, and New Age, this spirit is called Kundalini. In the Middle East, this spirit's called Leviathan, Python, and Cockatrice. And in the Far East, it's called a dragon. So when we, when we do Kundalini, we go after these other things that I've called out also with, with the characteristics that, that we've been able to find and what God has shown me that this is what we need to go after. So when we do the Kundalini deliverance, which we're going to do some of that today. We're going to call out some things for you. And it's exactly what we do when we're working with somebody one-on-one -on -one in, in deliverance. But to end up, I want to just, just very briefly give you a couple of examples. We had uh, one man, when we were, we were doing uh, deliverance, one man, while sitting in his chair, and we called out Kundalini, he began shaking and twitching in both arms and legs, and his, and his head and body began to move in the chair from side to side like a, a slithering snake while he was sitting in the chair. And, of course, we have had people on the floor in some of our meetings. We get on the floor and, and, and slither around and like a snake. You, you, know, you just deal with it. You just tell them to come out. Sometimes when we're calling out cockatrice strongman, we've had the person that we would call cockatrice, and, and they didn't know what we were going to call, but all of a sudden it's got start squawking like a chicken and screaming and squawking like a chicken when we called out cockatrice. So, you know, these, these are things you can't make up. <laughs> they just happen. When we do the deliverance, a lot of times uh, when we do the crown chakra and we command the union between kundalini and shiva to be broken and we command kundalini to come out and shiva to come out, a lot of times, those demons will just start shrieking and uh, screaming when you tell them to do that. Sometimes, they'll start laughing. There's a mocking demon, and especially Leviathan is a mocking demon. We see that demon come up a lot, like, what do you think you're going to do to me? Well, we say, I'm glad you came up. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Don't go back down. We bind that. Now, we're coming after you in the name of Jesus. But people think, they'll say, oh, that was me laughing. No, it wasn't. It was that mocking demon. See, they'd, they've gotten to the point they don't even know the difference between them and that demon. That's what we're talking about here. We want to get people set free before that happens and especially after it happens because they can't tell reality from God's kingdom from Satan's kingdom. And then uh, one more, I remember a little child we worked with was 18 months old. Now, when we do children, we, we don't do anything like we do adults, but I was just speaking very calmly. Kid didn't know what we were doing. I said, Kundalini, come out of this child in Jesus' name. And immediately that little child shot out straight. He was stiff as a board and began hollering. Now, I say, Kundalini, come out. And this child could not talk. But every time I said, Kundalini, come out, that child would shake his head like saying no. And, and so I varied the cadence of it. So I just to make sure that the child wasn't just shaking his head. No, but every time I said Kundalini come out, that child would shake its head. No. So we've seen some funny things happen 
We saw one lady, uh, when we called out something, she came up out of the chair in one of our meetings and she went down to the floor in very slow motion. She began to crawl toward the door to get out. See, the Kundalini is trying to protect the, the house. It's trying to guard its house. But let me tell you, see, I told you some sensational things and deliverance is really not sensational. People try to make it that way so you'll think they're really doing something. You know, every, every believer can cast out a demon. Some people are called like we are called to do deliverance and go a little, go deeper in that. But it's not a it's not a big thing to cast out a devil because if you're a believer, you should be able to and should be casting out devils. Most of the time, when you say Kundalini come out, you don't see these great big manifestations that, that people talk about and that we've talked about today. Most of the time, they come out with a simple, normal response when demons come out. They come out yawning, burping, coughing, passing gas, those kinds of things. And kundalini spirits will come out the same way. So you don't have to see some great sensational thing to think that you're getting something or that something is happening or not happening. Kundalini is, a, is a, in everybody. It's a big spirit. We like to go after them because once we get people set free from that, it's easier to get all those other things. You cut the root and the tree will die. You don't cut the root and you have a hard time killing that tree. You get that kundalini under control and those things like uh, stress and anxiety and anger and fear and rage and pornography and those things, they seem to get easier to, to take care of them at that point. Now, we are going to do... With the time we have left, we're going to go through a list of things. It's not real long, but we're going to call them out fairly quickly. When we're doing deliverance with somebody and they start manifesting in a way, we call out Kundalini Strongman, we call out Snake or Serpent or Serpent Power, and if they start to manifest, we'll stay on that a while. Why? Because if they're coming out, they ain't no use to move on. We want to get them. We want to get every one of them, all that cluster. We want to get all the little ones out so we can get to the big boys quicker. Over the, the airways here, we can't tell whether they're coming out or not, so we're just going to have to go through them. But um, this is the way we do our kundalini deliverance. Now, there's also, we, we do kundalini release, and in, in the, our book on kundalini and the chakra deliverance, we listed off these 32 points for the the symptoms for the kundalini release and and when we do deliverance on that all we do is we read out the 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 statement it says we command all itching to come out now in jesus name we we command all sounds uh, every devil that's working through these sounds of chirping and and music and and odd sounds we command you to come out all devils and then every once in a while i'll just say i break the kundalini release and i sever the web and i call out all the chakras we, we sever the web that ties those chakras together and opens up the the, uh, the chakras. So, Sandy, uh, we need very quickly, we need to get them to repent. Listen, if you know you've got sin in your life, you don't want to mess around with demons. R repent right now. Father, I repent for, fill in the blank. And if you have unforgiveness for anybody in your life, and you know it, and Holy Spirit, if they don't know it, reveal it to them, because they can't be set free from anything without that. we got to get rid of that unforgiveness. Father, I forgive Fill in the blank for what they did to me. I forgive them. I will to forgive them in the name of Jesus. Okay. All right. Now, we let's do some of the strongman deliverance, and we're going to start with kundalini. I command the kundalini spirit come out of them now. Everybody within the sound of our voice, we break the kundalini strongman spirit, and we command you come out in Jesus' name. Come out, serpent. Come on out, kundalini. Come out, snake. Kundalini would break power, your power. Come out. Divine Mother. Go from them Shakti now. Ma, you obey us and come out. Prana. Come on, strong Chi, man. 
key. Strong man Kundalini, Eastern come out in the religion, name of Jesus. New age. We break your witchcraft. power. Come out, Kundalini. Come out, Kundalini. We break your power in the name of Jesus. We command you to go. Obey us and come out. We come against the Leviathan spirit. Strong man Leviathan. We command you to come out in Jesus' name. Come out, chief of the water spirits. Come on out, strong man. Whispering spirit. Come out, Leviathan. Dividing spirit. Come out, Leviathan. Crocodile. Come out, Leviathan. We break your power. Dragon. We command you to come out. Seven-headed dragon. Come out, Leviathan. Draco the dragon. Come out, Leviathan. of the water. Come out. Piercing serpent. Come out. Fleeing serpent. We break your power. serpent. Strong man Crooked Leviathan, serpent. come out. Laughing and mocking. Come Pleiades. on, Typhon. Orion. Come out in Jesus' Articus. name. Spirit of death. Come on, strong man. Spirit of infirmity. Strong man Leviathan, Religious come out. spirit. Divination. Come out in Jesus' name. Pride and stubbornness. Come on out. Jezebel. Come on out. We break your power, strong man Leviathan. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out, Kundalini and Leviathan. We command you to come out of these people in Jesus' name. We break the python spirit, and we command you in Jesus' name. Come out now. Everybody out. in the in, in hearing my voice and our python. voice, you come out of them now. Serpent. Come on, python. Dragon. Come out, python. Muttering spirit. We break your power, and we command spirit. you to go. Chirping and peeping. Come out, python. Spirit of divination. We break this python strong man spirit. spirit, we command you to go. Necromancy. Come out. Ab and Yidiani. Come out in Jesus' name. Familiar spirit. Come out in Jesus' Wizardry. name. Wizardry. Fortune telling. Strong man, come out. Squeezing spirit. Come out, Python, in the Choking name of Jesus. spirit. Spirit of infirmity. Come out, Python. Spirit of death. Come out, Python. Apollo. We break your power Shaman and we command spirit. you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Come out, Kundalini and Leviathan. Come out. Come out, Python. We break your power and we command you to go. We come against the cockatrice spirit, and we command the strong man cockatrice. Come out. Come on, strong man cockatrice. Come out, evil woman. Come out. Chaos of the air. Come out. Jezebel. Come out, strong man. Ziz. Come out, Ziz. Rooster. Come out, chicken snake. Dragon. Come out, chicken snake. Serpent. We break your power, and we command you Biting to come out. serpent. We Stinging break that serpent. cockatrice spirit, and we command Piercing you to go. Serpent. Come out. Fiery serpent. Come out. Flying serpent. Come out, cockatrice. Killing serpent. Come out, cockatrice. Hissing serpent. Strong man, come out. Adder. Come out. Viper. Come out. Basilisk. Come out in the name Regulus. of Jesus. Sibilus. We break the strong man, Serpent's cockatrice. Root. We command you to come out. Come out, cockatrice. Come out, kundalini. Come out. Come out, leviathan. We break your power. Come out, python. Come out, cockatrice. In Jesus' name. We break and sever the relationship between behemoth and Leviathan, and we command the behemoth spirit to come out. Come on, strong man behemoth, come out. Chief of the land demons. Strong man behemoth. Chaos of behemoth. the land. Come out, behemoth. Ox and Come out, strong man. Behemoth, we command you in the name of Jesus, come out. We break the chaos of the land, and we command all the land devils, come out. Come out, behemoth. Behemoth, strong man, behemoth. Come out in the name of Jesus. We command the kundalini spirit to come out. Come out, kundalini. Come out, leviathan. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out of these people, python. We command you to come out in Jesus' name. We command the cockatrice spirit to come out. Come out, behemoth. We break your power and command you to go. We come against the Jezebel spirit. And we command the strong man Jezebel spirit to come out now. Come out, pride. Come out, strong man Mockery, Jezebel. Come out. Whoredoms. Come out. Witchcraft. Come out in the name of Jesus. Wicked woman. We break your idolatry. power, Jezebel. 
apostasy. Come out, Jezebel. Seduction. Come out. False doctrine. Come out, Jezebel. False prophecy. We break your power and command you to go. Defiance. Come on out, defiant spirit. Come on out, wicked spirit. Self-destruction. Come out, Jezebel. Crafty and malicious. Come out in the name of Jesus. Revenge. Persecution. Lack of restraint. Come out, Jezebel. Strong and domineering. We break that Jezebel spirit. We command you to go. Forceful. Come on out, strong man. Strong man, Jezebel. Go. Licentious. Come out. Temper. Come out. Vindictive. Come out, Jezebel. Fierce and stern. We break your power. We command you to come out, Jezebel. Come out. Morally unrestrained. Come out, Jezebel. Thief and instigator. We command the strong man, Kundalini, come out. We command the strong man Leviathan, come out in Jesus' name. We command the strong man Python, come out. We command the strong man Cockatrice, come out in the name of Jesus. Command the behemoth spirit to come out. We command the Jezebel spirit to come out. And we command every one of you to go walk in dark, slippery, dry places where Jesus sends you. And we bind your transference to anybody or any animals. You obey us now in the name of Jesus. Okay, that's a... As quick as I can give you an overview of the kundalini spirit and the way we try to do the kundalini deliverance. Wow. Thank you so much, Van and Sandy. That was very powerful. Excellent teaching. Very good deliverance prayer at the end there. And I hope a lot of people got set free from those big demons because I'll tell you what, these are some big, strong demons and you really went after them. And I really thank you for this. Really, this is one of the best teachings on kundalini that... I think I've ever heard. Van and Sandy, tell folks how they can get the books, get some resources, and check out your website, please. Very good. Well, thank you. You can go to our website, Van Hutchinson Ministries, plural, dot org. V-A-N-N Hutchinson, H-U-T-C-H-I-N-S-O-N, Ministries, plural, dot org. We have... Lots of materials on our website. One of the biggest that we have is a course where we teach you how to do basic deliverance. It has a book and 14 hours of instruction on CD and all the forms and everything you need to get started doing deliverance. There are many other um, materials on our website. If you have any questions and you want to ask us anything about deliverance, just go on our website and contact us. We'd be glad to answer your questions. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Van and Sandy, for that information. And the information is linked there on today's show in the description. And we look forward to you coming back and seeing us again in the future. Okay. Thank you. Folks, that was Van and Sandy Hutchinson. The information is linked there on today's bio and as well as linked there in the description. Very powerful teaching on the Kundalini. Reach out to Van and Sandy and let them know you heard them on the program. I'm sure they would very much appreciate that. Just an absolutely fantastic powerhouse couple. Wonderful ministry. Very much appreciate them. Well, folks, we have a fantastic lineup coming out this week. We have Dr. Michael Lake, Patrick Wood, Mark Taylor is going to see us this week, and Pastor Paul Bagley is going to stop by. It's going to be a fantastic week. And lastly, I hope you're enjoying the customized app for all smart devices. That's right, the Weekend Vigilante app. I hope you're enjoying it. And also, for those of you on the go, you can download the podcast. All the information on how to listen to the program is over there on my website, weekendvigilante.com. And we're out of time. We'll see you again soon. Good night.
and God bless.